Blog Talk Radio. You know, the Lord has singers and then he has real singers, men who are trailblazers. God has always called men and women, but this man who, has, who he has called to the gospel music ministry has blessed millions for years. And it's, it's by divine origin that he stopped off tonight in Cincinnati to give his next musical offering to the world. You ought to be clapping now. The Godfather of gospel music, Reverend Timothy Roy! Go back. I won't go back. I won't go 
done that, I won't go back. But certainly, we have learned the lessons that life had to teach us, and there's so many things that we just thank God that He has brought us through and brought us out of, and uh, places that things that He's brought us over, and things that we have overcome. Uh, it's again Saturday afternoon at the 1 p.m. hour, and you are listening to Global Gospel, and I'm your host. Until 2 p.m., Reverend Lamar Townsend, just be reminded that all our shows are archived and you can listen in at any time uh, that you choose. Immediately following the show, you can listen to this show. Uh, you are listening once again to Global Gospel, and we are here uh, letting others know about the gospel of Jesus Christ, or is glad, is glad tidings. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believing, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, where you came from, who your family line is, uh, who you who you aren't. The gospel is there to heal you, to save you, to deliver you, to set you free, to encourage you, to lift you up from heavy burdens. It is there. It covers. It is comprehensive. So many things and so many uh, people go through different things in life, and they, they feel like they're hopeless. But the gospel is hope because it talks about Christ, who is the hope of glory. Well, you are tuned in to Blog Talk Radio, and how can you find us? www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. If you need to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That's Hempstead, New York. Our zip code is 11550. If you need to call us, you can call at 516-481-3187 and leave us a message. If you would like to email us, email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Also, our number here in studio, when we, uh, you can call us in studio if you would like to shout Shout us out, shout someone else out, shout your church out, shout your family, shout your friends out. You can call us at 619-924-0800, and you will have an opportunity to call in later. We, you can like us. We are on social media. We are on Facebook as Global Gospel. We're on Instagram as Global Gospel. We're on Twitter as Global Gospel. And certainly you can find us on any of those forms of social media and you can leave us a message, leave us a comment, uh, send us a message. We will uh, be sure to respond back to you. You can also share our page, share our links, uh, share our occasional uh, messages of encouragement or inspiration. Um, so once again, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank all of our listeners who are listening in. We have so many listeners we have listeners in Canada, we have listeners in Germany, Norway, South Africa, Jamaica, here in the United States in several different states, Illinois, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, New Jersey, um, so many places, people in so many different places. So we thank God for each and every one of you. We pray that God continue to bless you and that you continue to listen in to Global Gospel. Uh, today, we have something new for you. We have our global playlist. 
And the global playlist today is sponsored by Brother Marlon Townsend from here in Hempstead, New York. I want you to listen out for these songs. If you haven't already heard them, you can listen out for them, and you will hear them at some point during this hour that we are on on the online. Um, the global lit playlist consists this week of, as you've heard in our introduction, Been There, Done That, Pastor Timothy Wright. Also listen out for Change Me, Tamala Mann, Everything is Changed by Youthful Praise, J.J. Hairston, and also look out for Look at Me by Charmaine Hawkins. You will hear all those in the hour in addition to a message. We're going to, today we are going to talk about change, and change is something that so many, many people are fearful of. Our theme here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3, and you hear me say it over and over again, and we cannot stress it enough because uh, God's word is always revealing itself, and every time you read God's word, you can get something different from it. But 2 Corinthians 4 and 3, our theme is, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And we are encouraging each and every one out there, don't let the word find you in a hidden place. But certainly, let the word find you wherever you are. Because certainly, we don't want to be counted among them that are lost. There are so many things going on in the world, and we don't know uh, what uh, lies in our fate. Um, it seems like every week, there is a shooting somewhere. Somewhere there's a shooting, and one of the news broadcasters said, okay, we're not safe anywhere. We're not safe in the churches. We're not safe in the synagogues. We're not safe in the restaurants. We're not safe at uh, concerts. We're not safe at uh, rallies. We're not safe at home. We're not safe in school. We're not uh, safe at work. This week I learned of there was a, a home invasion somewhere. This week there was a, a invasion in, a, in California um, a shooting in the uh, uh, nightclub. Uh, there's so many places, but what the newscaster neglected to say, and it, the Bible says, how can they hear unless they, unless without a preacher, and how can he preach unless he be sent, unless he be sent? But it is the job of the preacher to let everyone know that we should be uh, covered with the blood of Jesus. We should be uh, that we should be inside the ark of safety, and we should have a right relationship with Jesus Christ because certainly that is where we find safety uh, from all the evils and the ills of the world. That's where we find safety from the devil and all of his devices. Amen. God bless you. I do want to consider on this afternoon for a thought as we talk about change, I just want to read Genesis, the 26th chapter, and I'm going to read verses 17 through 22. And it reads like this. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water 
which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley, and he found there a well of springing water. And the herdmen of Gerard did strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Esek, because they strove with him. And they dig another well, and strove for that also. And he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence and digged another well, and for that they strove not. And they called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, For now the Lord hath made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. We are going to listen to this next selection. Everything has changed. Everything is changed. Youthful Praise, J.J. Hairston, and I will be back to talk to you more about change. God bless you and stay tuned. We just want to remind you that God has never slacked concerning his promise. So you can start to talk about your promise that has already been fulfilled. By faith you can say everything is change. Proclaim. I proclaim his word. His word. I'm standing, standing on his word. On his word. He promised me a change. He promised me a change. And I receive it. And I receive it. He said, No lack is in my life. No lack is Full healings in my life. Full healings in my life. Everything is restored. Everything I lost is now restored. All of my past is gone. All of my past is gone. All the hurt and all the pain is gone. Say that again. I believe that you're going to say. I believe his word. And I receive, I receive his word. His word. Oh, oh. He promised me a change. He gave me a promise. And because he's God, and I, I believe it. I proclaim. Standing on his word. Standing on his word. Standing on his word. He promised me a change. He promised me a change. 
and by faith I receive it. I got a word from God. He said, no lack can bend my life. No lack can bend my life. No lack can bend my life. He promised he would hear my God. is now restored. Sometimes it is changing for the worse. 
and uh, we just went through some um, elections, the country, and we know that the country is going through changes. And it doesn't matter what side of the uh, party, what party you're in, what side of the fence you're on. Change, one thing about change, it affects everybody. And sometimes we look for, uh, we, we talk about the change around us, and we think that um, what's going on around us doesn't affect what's in us, and we think that what's within us doesn't affect what's around us. But change is change, and it does affect everybody because we don't live in the world by ourselves. No one is an, an island by themselves. Frederick Douglass uh, wrote a quote, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. Those who profess to favor freedom and yet depreciate agitation are men who want crops without plowing up the ground. They want rain without thunder and lightning. They want the ocean without the awful roar of its many waters. This struggle may be a moral one, it may be a physical one, or it may be both moral and physical, but it must be a struggle. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never did, and it never will. And several years ago, there is a, a movie that came out. Uh, Matt Damon was the star of it called The Adjustment Bureau. And the reason I like that movie so much is because um, you can see uh, several aspects of how people want their life to go one way, but it seemed like there was a, long story short, there was a, a whole group of people that were affecting the way everything uh, went in the world, and it just lets you know that sometimes things don't go the way you want it to go, and, and in order to get change, you have to struggle uh, through those things. But the word of God uh, on this afternoon, as I read in Genesis, uh, comes to encourage somebody that is in a struggle, somebody that is looking for change or seeking change or involved in change. And it doesn't matter what your change is or what the struggle is. You may be struggling with school, with depression, with rejection, with anxiety, with guilt or shame. You may be struggling with abuse, with sexuality, with money, with finances or housing. You may be struggling with your identity, with your family or your friends or with your self-esteem. And you may even be struggling with the thought of suicide. Uh, you may be struggling with reputations and addictions. You may be struggling with your past. But know that God is greater than your struggle. And because God is the greatest power, we shall not be defeated if we believe in him. The scripture tells us about a man named Isaac. And Isaac was the son of Abraham, one of the fathers of of our faith. He was a great uh, patriarch. And the Bible lets us know that there was a famine in the land, if you read it and search the history, like the famine of the time of his father, Abraham. Famine is never pretty because that means there is a lack of food, water, and finances. And here in America, most of us would uh, never really be truly able to understand what famine was like then and what it's like in third world countries. But uh, we know that certainly we all are involved in a struggle. And Isaac had to get moving. Uh, but even in the midst of his famine or this famine, God promised Isaac that he would prosper him and his seed because of his father Abraham. There goes God's promising change. Isaac now finds himself in a place called Gerar. And when he gets to Gerar, he lies about his wife out of fear and he runs into uh, King Abimelech, who was uh, in charge of 
the Philistines who uh, were uh, enemies to the people of God. Isaac uh, now finds himself lying uh, about his wife just like his father had done the same thing. And some of us have been, uh, we act lies and tell lies and we lie to ourselves, we lie to each other, we even try to lie to God. But lying will get you in trouble every time because if you tell one, you will tell two. And, and Isaac was actually repeating history. It was almost like a, a somewhat of a generational curse to tell the same type of lies that his parents had told. Uh, my first point on this afternoon is that some of the battles that we fight, some of the struggles that we have are not new to us. They're not new to our families, but they have been attached and assigned to our families. So if you know, for example, that drugs or alcohol took out the last person in your family, you need to recognize the problem and say, you know what, this stops with me. I will not be a victim of what my parents or grandparents or whoever has been fighting with. I won't struggle with uh, poverty. I won't be abusive. Uh, I will identify my issues and deal with them with the help and the grace of God because it is because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. We have new mercies every day. So Isaac, the Bible tells us that he sows in the land and he receives a 100-fold blessing. Isaac became great and very great. And then here comes the haters of Isaac. Here comes those that are jealous because of God's blessings. The Philistines, they were violent people, jealous and envious. They were against God's people. They were bullies. And uh, so Isaac finds himself, he's moving along, trying to get away from them, and he now finds himself in a valley. It is here that uh, Isaac's struggle gets real. And being that he was a family man and he had to feed his family, food, water, etc. He had to feed his livestock, his, uh, uh, his uh, animals, uh, his flock. He had to give them water as well. And there were wells there, but they had, they had once belonged to his father, but the Philistines had filled them up with dirt. They had declared war on Isaac. And he digs, the Bible says, again, the first well and names it Esek, for the men of Gerar strove with Isaac's men. What does Esek mean? Esek, it means contention, dispute, or quarrel. There was much strife there because the men said that the water belonged to them. The water and the well really belonged to Isaac as an inheritance from his father. And maybe on today, there is somebody that's listening that is in the midst of a struggle or a fight or a battle or in the midst of change. And you have been fighting for something that belongs to you, fighting for your place in society. Uh, you have perhaps been in a nasty, heated argument or debate, or maybe somebody sent you a nasty text message or gave you a nasty phone call or email, or maybe they went and they posted something on social media and they just decide to call you out and make trouble or in the job or, or your neighbor, next door neighbor. And uh, you may, we could call that place ESEC knowing that the things just got real. But I encourage you to don't stop in whatever your current situation is uh, because there is and there will be and there has to be a change. And the only way we handle the things that we are going on and that are going on in our life is we have to keep it moving. We can't stop at that place, but we have to move on. And what does the Bible let us know that uh, 
Isaac now goes and he digs a second well. He perseveres through his first situation, and now he goes on to a next situation. <clears throat> he names it Sitna. What happened there? He struggled again. It was a place uh, of hatred. And the only reason uh, he was struggling is because he was hated by his enemy uh, and who uh, presented themselves to him. So we need to know on today that the only reason the devil hates you so bad is because he knows that if you give in to his hatred and stop loving yourself, then you will be defeated. But you who have been hated for no reason, I came to serve notice and let you know on today to keep on living, keep moving, keep pressing on, because God has great things in store for you. If he blessed you once, he will bless you again. For the Bible declares that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and add no sorrow with it. But where I want to uh, conclude on this afternoon is that the Bible says he removed from this. He left the fight, he left the hatred, and he did another well. We are now find ourselves at well number three. And the Bible says, he, this time, he strove not. And what did Isaac name this place? He named it Rehoboth. He declared, for the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. And I just encourage you to just tell yourself, the struggle may have been real, but it's just ended. It's over. Change is coming to my situation. God has seen my struggle. He has made room for me, and now I have my own well of springing water. So wherever you find yourself, know that we can name that place Rehoboth. When you uh, go back to work with that situation, when you go back uh, to uh, school or wherever you have to go, uh, your home, with that situation, just name that situation Rehoboth, because certainly God is not going to let you struggle anymore. Isaac, the Bible says, went on from there, and the Lord blessed, and he dug another well, and he named it Sheba. And the Philistines then made a peace treaty with Isaac, because they recognized that Isaac was a man of God. The Bible says, if a man's ways please God, he will make his enemies be at peace with him. And so I told you about Abraham and uh, Isaac, but um, Isaac's well and Abraham's well, but Abraham and Isaac, uh, they did not die to save your soul. There are just two more wells that I would like to mention. One is Jacob's well. Well, what do we need to know about wells? Wells are ancestral, and we saw how they were passed from one generation to another. But one of the uh, greatest, uh, uh, well, one of my favorite passages of Scripture in the Bible comes from St. John, the fourth chapter. And it tells us that Jesus uh, had a need to go through Samaria, and he found a woman at what was called Jacob's well. And he said to, to the woman, whosoever drinketh of the water that I give shall never thirst again. But what water I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. So we don't live in a society where we have to uh, dig wells physically, but spiritually speaking, we don't have to dig any wells on today because Jesus is the living water. 
And now the songwriter said, he's a well of water in my soul. He's a well of water in my soul, springing up, springing up, springing up in my soul. And so this afternoon, you and I can be excited and glad about Jesus Christ, because that he came and he lived and he died for your sins and my sins, and he died for our struggle, and he came to bring change. And this man who was the living water, we even found out that when he died, the Bible says that he, they pierced him in his side, and blood and water came out. And his side was actually an upward thrust, if you check it out, through his heart. And uh, the water and the uh, blood had actually uh, separated. But we thank God for, for God's redeeming blood, and we thank for his, for his love, and we thank him for uh, wells of water that spring up into everlasting life. We need to be reminded that, uh, yes, we have been going through struggles, and we have been going through changes, and we've been running and uh, fighting, and we've been hated. But uh, everybody uh, should know that despite the struggle, we are still the righteousness of God. We are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We are a peculiar people that should show forth the praises of him who have called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. I like the hymn, and we talk about hymns from time to time. It says, and it talks about this woman in the fourth chapter of John. It says, like the woman at the well, I was seeking for things that could not satisfy. And then I heard my Savior speaking, draw from my well that never shall run dry. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill it up and make me whole. And then it goes on to say there are millions in this world craving the pleasures earthly things afford, but none can match the wondrous treasure I find in Jesus Christ my Lord. And on this afternoon, just know that uh, like Isaac, he went through changes in uh, different situations, but God promised change and change will come. And sometimes we're looking for our situation to change, but we have to change our mind. Isaac had an attitude of change because he didn't just stop with one well, but he kept digging and digging until the struggle was over. And that's what we have to do. We have to keep living and living until the struggle is over. God doesn't want us to kill ourselves. He doesn't want us to commit suicide because as long as there's breath in your body, there is time for a change. That's why the Bible tells us in Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Anything about Christ is life. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So change has to take place in our mind. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. The perfect will of God is that you have to change your mind. You have to make up your mind. You have to decide to follow Jesus. You have to decide that you're going to go with him every step of the way. Don't get stuck in your present situation because better is the end of a thing than the beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in the spirit. So we're waiting for the uh, the end of the situation. Don't worry about things. Sometimes get out with a rough start, even when you get in your car. 
when you start up your car, it's winter time now. You start up your car, you you warm it up first because you want to get the oil flowing so you can have a a smooth takeoff. And then when you take off, you take off. You might see the speedometer. It might say five miles. It might say ten miles. Then it goes up to twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, fifty-five. So you reach the speed limit. Nothing happens uh, right away, but there is an acceleration. And I believe that God will allow us to accelerate. And we have to we have to know in our heart that God is going to allow us to go forward. He's going to allow us to gain momentum. He's going to allow us to pick up speed. But we have to go through the process. We have to respect the process. We have to allow change to happen. We have to be confident of this very thing that he that have begun a good work in us is able to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God said he uh he told it said in Jeremiah that he watches over he hastens over his word to perform it. He watches over his word to perform it. God didn't forget what he said. If he said it it will come to pass because all the promises of God in him are yea and amen. He's not a man that he should lie, neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Job said he knoweth the way I have taken, and when I he have tried me I shall come forth as pure gold. Know that gold has to be tried in the fire. It has to go through a process. Oil, olive oil has to be pressed. It has to go through a, a press. So we have to, sometimes in life, we have to be pressed. We have to be crushed. We have to go into the fire. But know that God is there with us in the midst of the fire, that he'll never leave us or he'll never forsake us, but he'll be with us in six troubles and in seven shall no evil nigh come unto us. I leave you with this on this afternoon. Exodus chapter 3, verse 7 and 8 says, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptian. If you read on in Exodus, you'll find uh, that the Bible says those Egyptians you saw on yesterday, you shall see no more forever. So know on this afternoon that change is coming to your house, to your situation, to your life. Know that you have to, uh, and as people of God, we have to demand change and command change, and we have to, uh, we have to set the atmosphere. We have to set the tone of, of of godliness and righteousness, and if everybody else is acting out of control, we have to act. We have to be in control because we are led by God's Holy Spirit, and certainly we need God's Spirit uh, dwelling on the inside of us. God bless you on this afternoon. As you go through the week, just know that uh, God can change you. He could change your situations. He can change your surroundings. The Tamla Man change. Stay tuned and be blessed. You're listening to Global Gospel with your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Change me, oh God. Make me more like you. Wash me
just created me a clean.
change me. And certainly we do want God to change us so that we can be who he would have us to be. Once again, you're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Mark Townsend. Just want to remind all our listeners, if you do have any song requests, uh, please uh, feel free to leave us a message and let us know. Uh, if you would like to be a part of the global playlist, uh, just, you know, leave your name, uh, send your song request to, uh, you know, on uh, social media, all those places I told you, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or email. Uh, we will be glad and happy to hear from you. Tremaine Hawkins, today it's all about the change. Tremaine Hawkins classic song she said uh, look at me and I, I really love this song uh, thank you again to our brother Marlon for uh, providing our playlist for this afternoon this is a classic from back in the 70s 
that is a great uh, testimony to have. Look at me. Christ has set me free. All my sins have been washed away. And that is the reason we are here, uh, letting you know about the gospel of Jesus Christ, letting you know the good news. But certainly Christ will set you free from whatever has you bound. If something has you bound, if it has you locked up, if you has it, if it has it has you tied down, if it's a person, a place, a thing, it is not of Christ because Christ wants us to be free. Christ comes with the spirit of liberty and the where there is uh spirit of the Lord is there is liberty and he came to uh break every uh chain. Uh uh he the the anointing Christ, the anointing of God breaks yokes before the Bible declares that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. As we um, come to a close of uh, the hour on this afternoon, we just want to once again thank you for listening to uh, Global Gospel. We, it is our prayer on today that uh, someone has been uplifted, encouraged, inspired, uh, touched, uh, healed by the Word of God, because there is nothing like the Word of God. Um, there's nothing by, like Jesus Christ, for it is in Him that we move and we have our being. We, as we come to the close, we're going to pray, as uh, always, and then we're going to end with uh, LaShawn Pace. It's another song about change. And once again, thank you to all of our listeners. Um, shout out again to Brother Marlin. Thank you for our graphic designer, Ryan Wilson, Third Lounge. Let us pray. Gracious, eternal God, our Father, we thank you again for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for your word that we have shared on this afternoon. We thank you uh, for our listeners. Uh, we thank you for wherever they may be in the north, south, east, or west. We pray that the word has met them at their place of need. We pray that the word will change their situation, will change their mind, will change their lifestyle, will change all the people around them, God, because your word is powerful, is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And you said in your word, God, that you bless us coming in and going out. You bless us in the city. You bless us in the field. You said that you would give us every place that our feet should go. So we thank you, Father, on today. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for healing. We thank you for delivering, God. You know what each and every one stands in the need of, and you told us that we could cast our cares upon you because you care for us. You know, we know that on this afternoon you are a high priest and you're touched by the feeling of our infirmities. You know whatever we're going through. You know what situation needs to be changed. You know who needs to be uplifted. You know who's burdened down. You know who is uh, standing in the midst of taking their own life with God. Let them know that life is precious and you came that we might have abundant life. You came that we might have a right to the tree of life. We thank you, Father, for sending your son Jesus. We thank you that he shed his blood for the remission of our sins. We thank you, God, that in you there is no failure, God. We thank you that all your promises are yea and amen. We stand on your promises today, God, that you'll never leave us or forsake us, but you'll be with us always even unto the end. God, lift heavy burdens on this afternoon, all that are depressed and oppressed, God. Let them know that you are a God that cares for them. Let them know that you are a God of love and mercy 
and compassion. We thank you for your great mercy on today, God. And God, if we fail to ask anything on this afternoon, please don't fail to grant it. This is our prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, you have been listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Please join us again next Saturday from the 1 p.m. hour until the 2 p.m. hour where we will be sharing the good news in word and in song. Continue to go through the next week knowing that Christ has come to change your life. He came to change your situation. He came to set the captives free. LaShawn Pace says it best. I know I've been changed. The angels in the heaven sign my name. And the song goes on to further to say, some people sing a verse that says, he changed my name from nature to grace. God bless you. Have a good afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and be safe.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.